Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, tucked away in Birmingham, near Tesco Express, <laughs> there's an unprepossessing entrance to a cornucopia of data that would drive a bobble hat wild. It's the home of the BBC's shared data unit, a treasure trove of numbers and number crunching. What do they do? Well, they monitor and interrogate officially published data sets to investigate issues of public interest, use FOIs to gather data not publicly available, extract structured content from web pages, and analyzes data sets for, lo for local angles, and create some blooming good news stories as well. They broke the story black hole in town hall budgets. Um, they were behind the small firm closures discovery uh, that uh, the, the rise in liquidation was caused by small firm disclosure, uh, closures and the disappearance of hundreds of sex offenders. Plus a whole lot more really good journalism worth a license fee alone, I think, in my opinion. Anyway, they've been working on delayed discharges from hospitals. And yes, I know it's an old story and we all know why your granny gets stuck on the wards. But hang on. There are multiple familiar reasons. You know, sometimes the NHS hasn't got its act together, assessments, uh, pharmacy delays, legal issues, family concerns. It can be very complex. Mostly it's because a person needs some help at home and a virtual ward can't help you wash, use the microwave or get you ready for bed. How much help and what is why there are assessments and delays commonly occur because the local authority responsible for adult social care and who subcontract it to domiciliary care companies can't get their act together to get an assessment and a care package organised. According to the data, the, uh, the crunchers at the BBC tell us more than 13,000 people are unable to leave hospitals in England each day, despite being classed as fit to leave. At some trusts, only one in 10 adult patients eligible to leave can actually do so at the end of the day. Almost half are waiting for care packages. And there are around 60,000 weekly delayed discharges in the winter peak of 2010. Sounds a lot, doesn't it? Well, in December 20, 2022, there were, ready for this, 140,000. Yes, it's familiar territory, but before you press the well, the so what button, there's an important question. Why? Well, the data package from the BBC exposes the root cause of the problem a spreadsheet that tells us why your granny is stuck between the bedsheets. Now, I linked to the spreadsheet this morning in the e-letter, and it looks like it's going to remain a problem. Now, the data show us in the last financial year around 5,000 contracts for the provision of domiciliary care. Remember, local authorities contract with private companies to provide the care. 5,000 were handed back to local authorities in a year. In terms, the companies are saying, no thanks, can't get staff, price isn't viable, not making a living doing this, cheerio. Now this means the council have had to scramble to find something like 84,000 hours of care elsewhere. 84,000 hours. And they can't. And that's why there are delays in the system, why it silts up and older people are left like refugees in our care system. Back in the winter of 2021, The Guardian reported on what they called the crisis in home care. 
They did it again a year later, and I linked to both of those articles in the e-letter. And they were highlighting the collapse in domiciliary care, in the domiciliary care market. In 2021, the Nuffield Trust wrote, and I quote, COVID-19 has made people fearful of going into care homes. They've turned to home care instead, and the clients need more complex care as a result of early discharges from hospital and delays in people getting access to services. In the spring of this year, Age UK wrote, and I quote, there were on average 165,000 care staff vacancies in 2022, a 52% increase on the previous year. In 2020, research by the business analysts for uh, the BBC Radio 4's You and Yours programme found that 115 of the 2,731 home care operators in the UK are in danger of closure. Now, the, the sector had combined debts in excess of 100 million, all factors likely to push more people into domiciliary care. Now, this is not some shadowy monochrome problem. It's not a secret and it's not been silently creeping up on us. It's been marching on us in technicolor with trumpets sounding and drums beating. Recently, recently accelerated by inflation, operating overhead costs up, fuel up and wage costs up. You can see where this is going. Increased demand plus shrinking capacity equals disaster. Now, the government created the Adult Social Care Discharge Fund. And if you've never heard of it, I've linked to it this morning. They allocated 500 million to support discharge from hospital into the community and bolster the social care workforce. Also, they made a ring-fenced um, $570 million available to local authorities through something called the Market Sustainability Improvement Fund, and I linked to that as well, to increase the social care workforce. It's all got a whiff of panic about it. Is it too late? Well, I fear it is. The domiciliary care sector depends on mainly small local companies often turning over under to under 200,000 a year and many are up for sale and I linked to one of the business sale websites and you can see how many they are. It's not a good sign. To build it back will need some sort of market consolidation, investors to be confident the sector is secure and will grow, not subject to political vagaries or neglect. And attracting staff means a guaranteed minimum wage and current um, arrangements are complex. I linked to an article on it and you have to read it. I mean, it's unbelievably complicated and it's exploitative and unattractive. A nationally recognized career structure would help and free training and personal development to take it beyond the low paid work for low skilled people. And, you know, compassion is smashing, but it don't pay the rent an overarching, clear national strategy for the future of social care is obvious. When companies hand back contracts on this scale and businesses are up for sale, it means only one thing. Domiciliary care isn't viable and winter won't wait. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly and I hope we'll speak again real soon. Bye-bye.